0: with the recent passing of rapper dmx as rap fans it's only right that we discuss his music his legacy in this week's episode let's get into it yo this is hanging with apes an audio apes podcast real talk real topics no limits audio apes music with no boundaries What's up, everybody? This is K Cartoon. This is Rx Phonics. We are the Audio Apes, and you are officially Hanging With Apes, a weekly Tuesday podcast where we discuss trending topics and current news with a philosophical and comedic flair. And our take on it, two guys from the south side of Chicago. There is explicit language at times, so be advised. Going over to our website, that's hangingwithapes.com. You can sign up for our newsletter. And if you want to listen to some really good rap and hip-hop music, go to any major music streaming platform type in audio apes and our catalog pops up it truly is the best it truly is the best now we are aware that there are some other things to talk about but man i feel like some of the other things that we can talk about we talked about them all of 2020 <laughs> yeah riots and looting and everything like that and um and you motherfuckers still voted the wrong guy in, <laughs>
1: <laughs> right? Yeah. So. Um, that that is how I feel though. I feel like all right, well, you know, y'all motherfuckers voted him in. So what do you want? Yeah. Like Minnesota, riots, looting. You wanted I mean, this, yeah? This you wanted, you want, you so wanted so this. So I. What yeah. do you want me to say?
0: Congratulations. Congratulations. <laughs> or maybe you didn't vote for him and <laughs> you're in the same boat as us. I don't know. Like it's it's hard to it's hard to tell. But this week we are gonna talk about um DMX and his passing and you know his music and, and some of the stuff like that. It'll be a, a little bit different type of episode. Um I don't know if this episode right off the bat has the capacity to be as epic as when we covered the death of Nipsey Hussle. Oh, That was, we did very well on that. In fact, I remember vividly somebody saying that doesn't listen to rap at all, didn't know anything about Nipsey Hussle, that listens to the episode and said that we covered that so well that they actually like felt it after the episode. Like, damn, like they felt bad about this death of this guy that they, they didn't never, even know about, yeah. or you know his music or rap. Period. Um, so that that's pretty that's pretty uh, cool. is pretty interesting to hear. I think obviously, like a lot more people know about DMX. I'm sure there are a lot more people that have heard his music, even if they didn't necessarily know that it was DMX's music. They've yeah. in because you know his songs have been in a lot of movies and. Like, yeah. a lot of different scenes and, and, and everything like that. Um, and and then he did movies. He was in uh, Cradle to the Grave with Jet Li. Yeah, and, Belly. And Belly, yeah. Um,
1: he had his time. When he was out, he was out. Like, he was number one, ch- you know, top in charts. Like, I f- feel like his first two, three albums.
0: D- uh, I believe he had, uh, if I'm not mistaken, I believe his first two albums... Went platinum in the same year, like oh, something yeah. like that, like something along those lines, where he had two platinum albums, yeah, in in the same year, which is that's crazy. <laughs> yeah, that's um, ridiculous. I I've, with him though, in my opinion, I never felt like he had in you know, and I'm I'm a rap fan, rap connoisseur, rap critic. Um, I never felt like he had an album that I could listen to all the way through though
1: yeah yeah like he had he had the
0: like some like bangers
1: yeah that and then and then like obviously the stuff that 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 he was on on his album it was like it was decent subject matter it was just not as polished like as like some of the people you could compare him to right yeah so like for example uh whenever like in my usually on my playlist if i have like 50 cent i'm definitely going to have some dmx in that playlist i'll definitely have some tupac in that playlist i there's the guys that kind of are in that realm that i would feel i'd listen to more or i can listen to a whole album like i could listen to a whole 50 cent album i could listen to a whole tupac album right um so whereas with dmx there were some cuts as like the beats weren't as Crisp, or or like the way he did the songs, but I mean at the same time too, it was like during the time when that was our introduction into hip hop, right? Like not not so much like an introduction in the sense that like it was the first time we listened to it, but it was kind of like going into our prim- into our prime. It was like nineteen.
0: 19- yeah, yeah, I would say like he was he was definitely. Part of our golden age yeah. of of rap, like what, like you know, the when late nineties, early yeah, 2000s. like when when Jay Z, Eminem, Fifty yeah. Cent, like all of those guys were big. He was definitely part of that. I yeah. mean, he even DMX, even somehow, some way, got dragged into the whole Jaw Rule beef. Do yeah, you remember that? Yeah,
1: yeah, which was crazy because I feel like everybody was part of that beef. It seemed like. But yeah, it's like so. When 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 he passed to me, you know, I did. It, I was pretty sad about it in the sense of it was part of our era. Yeah. Right. Like, um, I will say this: comparing it to Nipsey Hussle, Nip's, it's with Nipsey Hussle. I think it's a little bit more tragic because Nipsey was young, and Nipsey was doing a lot of big things for his community. Yeah. Whereas DMX was
0: older, and he was on the definitely on the downslope yeah. of his health. Of uh, and like his well being, everything yeah. like that because I mean he had a he had a drug problem.
1: Yeah, so to me it was it was a different type of sadness, like DMX, and not, and,
0: not, and with DMX it wasn't like totally unexpected. You yeah, know, you expect some these sorts of things to happen with people that that have those issues as opposed to Nipsey Hussle, it was unexpected. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, and, and, and you see this and it's sad. Like if you look at the the hip hop community. A lot of these young artists, they end up dying of drug overdoses, and you know a lot of them I don't listen to like that, but it's still like, well shit, dude, you don't, you haven't even, you didn't even really, weren't even really out, you didn't have a classic, and you're dead now. Yeah, you know, Uh, shit, all the way up to like what Mac Miller. Mac Miller actually had a pretty decent career, and and had a good longevity. But I mean, another overdose, so it's sad. But it's like, well, they, uh, in a way they did bring it upon themselves.
0: Yeah, definitely.
1: As opposed to like a guy like Nipsey Hussle or like pop smoke, like pop smoke, stupid in the sense that, well, don't share too much stuff. Cause you already know how people are. People could be jealous. And that's actually how they found out where he was at mm-hmm. was he had some bags and was showing off that he shopped and it's like, well, dude, you gotta be very careful. You're in the limelight. Yeah, And so a guy like Pop Smoke, a guy like Nipsey also, it's a little sadder because it's like, well, you don't see these guys in that light. They're not doing... Well, at least from what I know, right. they weren't on that like drugs or, or anything like that. They were... You know, Nipsey was already in for a while, but but still the, like, the best I think was ahead. Mm-hmm. And, and for Pop Smoke too. Like, I wasn't a big Pop Smoke listener. I don't really, you know, listen to him like that. And I'm not going to say that, oh, you know, I... I know his shit like that, but it was, like, definitely it was a new career and a guy that seemed like he had his shit together, you know? Yeah. Like, another guy that I feel has his stuff somewhat together is, like, The Baby. Like, I don't really see him, like, on stupid shit. Like, he's doing music. Mm -hmm. Not a big fan of his music, but, like, he he seems like he's kind of, like, level-headed, you know? Mm -hmm. And then you see, like, the other rappers that that's what they're on, that's what they sing about, that's what they rap about, and that's how they end up, you know? So... With, with DMX, to me, again, the sadness comes with the fact that, like, that was uh, uh, an era where, like, you're never going to forget, you know, like, I mean, I remember even listening to, um, I remember, I forgot what the game was called, it was like an and one type game, and I remember they used DMX's song, the Who We Be, da-na, da-na, da-na. and they had that, it was like a, the greatest basketball trailer ever for a video game, and, and like that shit. I don't remember the name of it. It wasn't, like, that great, but, like, that commercial, like, sold the fuck out of it. Hmm. I don't... R- yeah, it wasn't... It wasn't... Uh, like, NBA Street, maybe? It wasn't Street. It wasn't Street. It was, like, another one. It wasn't that good. It, it didn't end up being, like, that good. But, man, that they, they fucking sold the well, shit what out system? of me with that trailer. PS2? I PS think it was, think it was for the PS2. Yeah. Like, that shit was like just the way they 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 had the DMX song playing and like I was just like damn I got to get this game.
0: <laughs> just off of that.
1: <laughs> yeah, cuz I I was really into in in high school. I was really into like the, those hand one mixtapes and yeah. all that shit like all the tricks. I actually used to do all those tricks. Like uh my favorite um what was it? A uh, player was uh what was it? It was uh Hot Sauce. Yeah. Yeah, so <laughs> so I remember like like Ernie, like he didn't even know me by no one knew me by my name in school because like I would always like do tricks. Like when we were playing basketball, I would always like I had like crazy ass mad dribbles, do tricks, trick people. So they'll be like, damn, what's the hot sauce? Hot sauce. What? So, so like Ernie would call me hot sauce, fucking Elias would call me hot sauce. And then I remember, um, uh, Jose, he was like a lineman for for like the The football football team team, and like so he's like what's up hot sauce so then one day he's like hey bro i keep calling you hot sauce what's your actual name i was always ricardo or rick he's like all right cool and that's when we became like real close friends but it is crazy because like you see see what i'm saying like i'm talking about a time when dmx's music was hot and it's linked to all like these these memories
0: yeah absolutely
1: and so it's sad because it, it really like that day when i found out and you know by the time that he died Everyone kind of knew, you know, no brain activity, you know, uh, you're you're on uh, ICU, you're not, it's not looking good. But it did, it kind of had me like pensive that day because it's like, holy fuck, like, when this motherfucker was in his prime, I. it was high school. Yeah. It's like, I don't know, it just made me think about like time and how like time could really slip through your hands and you really don't, I'm glad that we've. We've done a lot of stuff and actually like within our group of friends, like I can say this. I could say that we've we've enjoyed our time. We've done constructive things with our time. If I if it's like that fifty cent line. If if, if I, I die today, I'm day, happy
0: how my life turned yeah, out. Like, yeah. Like
1: I keep telling people, like, you know, if I died if I die tomorrow, I like, don't even feel bad. Like I've lived probably more than your dad.
0: <laughs> like, <laughs> you know, for real. For real. Eh?
1: Yeah, so so it's like I don't. I don't feel bad. Like I, I, wouldn't feel, if 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 it were the end end of days, and and it is what it is. You know, like, I'm not gonna feel bad about my life because, I we used our time. Like yeah. we did what we wanted. We 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 made our moves. We we were fearless. But it, it, at the same time, when someone who was kind of in a way pivotal musically to our youth, right? Like we listened to, and we're like, damn, this is this guy got lyrics this guy got beats and and, and obviously like when you're in, in like the late stages of grammar school going into high school you listen to music with a little bit more I feel like passion because yeah. pa- passion in in, in, a, in a different way it's that adolescent passion that rebellious passion that passion that like your parents might not fully understand you cause you're in your own world with in, in like It's high school Like you know Like there's things that Your parents can't really Teach you Yeah you have that
0: You have that teen angst Yeah But but there's that Because like I I think most teenagers At some point in time Develop like Some sort of Teen angst That kind of comes along With like puberty and, And hormones And all of that But then also You're in Like depending on Your environment Sometimes Like you know, people develop that teen angst, but they're in a in a circumstance or in a surrounding that's very pleasant and nice and uh supportive and constructive and sort of um they cushion cushion it for them. Yeah. Whereas we like didn't really have that. So like we you have the, the natural teen angst coupled with well like, I'm in this environment where, yeah, like, I have good friends, but also I have, like, these game bangers that, like, want to start shit for nothing. And then, yeah. you know, I like this girl, but she likes the game banger type of guys. Or, yeah. you know, uh, but, you know, we're still going to, like, do our thing and, like, play football and play basketball. And, like, we play football and basketball with the game bangers. Like, like it's, like, this kind of, this this world that, like, a lot of rappers... We're from yeah you know what i'm saying and so you have even more of a of a relationship with such music yeah
1: like like um one of my favorite lines this is not a dmx line but but it, it reminded me like when i heard this track i knew it was gonna be a hit and like you you guys already know i was horrible with the bootlegging shit like you guys used to fucking yell at me yeah, like, "Don't awful. fucking show me the music." I was like, "Nah, bro, it's so great." And then I'll play it, and then you guys like, you're, you guys would have this like face like, "Oh fuck, this guy," and then and then I'll stop and say, like, "Well, you might as well keep playing it now." <laughs> but I remember when I heard "Hater Love It" the first time. God damn, I was like, "This is a hit," like just just like uh the first verse he's talking yeah. about his bike being stolen yeah all that shit like my bike was stolen my bike was stolen like like you know like when someone raps about the shit that you go through yeah. it's like that shit hits different like yeah. damn like just everything the video it was like it just reminded you
0: of when where where you were when you grew up and like even there's a, a great ass line in that song's like where he's like uh uh, I run away from this bitch and never come back if I could. Like you don't know how many times like I've like thought uh, about that and considered like fuck if I just like leave and just like start somewhere new yeah. and I, yeah, like all that
1: stuff. Getting shot for some basketball like this is stuff that's very real where we come from. Like yeah, people get shot for their possessions. You might think it's just Jordan's, right? But no. To someone in the hood, that's like, oh, I'm I'm gonna get those shoes. I'm gonna beat this guy's ass Or kill him For his shoes And, like, and that, that's a very big possibility Like Look at the 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 Gage Park murders Yeah Not not too far from From where we're at Like That's fucked up But that happened In our neighborhood Like that's That's a very real situation That's not like something that That you Just brush off Like no This is stuff that's very real And you gotta be very careful Carjackings Yeah You saw fucking uh, Dave Portnoy uh, doing that pizza thing, and then they did a carjacking right in front of him. No, I didn't see that. Yeah, in Chicago, he was doing like a pizza review, because I guess he does like pizza reviews, yeah, he's yeah. into that. And they had he was in Chicago, and there was a carjacking behind him happening.
0: Oh, shit, what uh, pizzeria was he at?
1: I don't remember, because he's done a couple here in Chicago. He, yeah,
0: I know he did uh, Vito and Nick's on the south side. Yeah. And then he did one up north, but I don't know, like, which one. I think it was the up north one. Uh,
1: and it was crazy because the carjacking happened right behind a cop car, and then the guy sped off and hit the cop car.
0: Jesus. And the cops were, like, clueless.
1: So I was like, damn.
0: And and that's the thing. Like, rap always has had the capability of sort of um, constructively expressing these these things. Yeah. Yeah,
1: like it, It's it's unfiltered And that's what makes people uncomfortable But at the same time That's what makes the people That are in those environments comfortable Because it's like, man This motherfucker's rapping about the same shit He made it So you're looking at it Like from a perspective of Like, damn, this guy made it So a lot of people will listen to it And they might take the bad out of it The way we looked at it We looked at it from like, damn Oh, damn, he made a He made this much of money Oh, he did this investment but he's from here, though. Like, yeah. what? How does, How can it be? Like, how can how can this dude be from that? But then be in a movie and star in a movie? Not be like like in the background. No, you're like the protagonist in a movie, and then make an autobi. Because he made an autobiography, and then go chart the the. Uh, I think again, like the first two to four albums. I think it was the first, f- yeah, two to four albums went platinum. You know, it's like. This is some like really some rags to riches ass shit, and and you saw that a lot. You don't see that much now in, in the same sense because like hip hop has become kind of like more pop, yeah, influence. But still, it's it's it, it's that that like when you went when all the rappers from your era, uh, growing up like if they pass, it's gonna it's definitely gonna hurt a bit because you know they're part of your history and 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 the things that you went through
0: i mean and, look at kobe and a representation of in a way like the philosophy that you you follow because yeah. you know obviously we don't you know do the things that dmx did and anything like that but like that philosophy of that bravado that that was like a staple of, of rap in those days is something that we live by like you know grind do better you know make moves all of that type of stuff and and he he definitely had that and it was funny because I was watching this uh, YouTube video of a GQ interview that DMX did it was about a year ago where he discusses like all of his uh, like biggest tracks and stuff Mm -hmm. and like they're interviewing him about it and uh you could tell that he's not like in that interview. He's, you could tell he's, he's not healthy. Like you could see he has bags under his eyes. He's kind of twitchy. You know, he's, he's not in a good place, but you know, yeah. whatever. He still kind of was able to compose himself and, uh, and pull himself together enough to do the interview or whatever. And, uh, he talks about, um, a lot of different, uh, Records that he did or whatever, and and it was interesting because he talks about doing the Rough Riders anthem, and he was saying how he he didn't even want to do that song because he felt like it was too simple. Like he was like, yeah, he's like, he's like, it's like A B C shit, and then you don't remember it's like stop, drop, yeah. and like and he was like, he's like, yeah, I didn't even want to like do it because it it was so simple. But, like, when we, but somebody, I think he's, like, Swiss Beat said, nah, just do it, like, yeah. and then, like, it ended up being good, and he's, like, he said that he ended up being glad that that he did it. And uh, it was funny because, like, us being artists ourselves, understanding how that feels, that feeling of, like, ah, oh, that shit ain't good enough, you know? Yeah, yeah. And, and he definitely, he definitely had that. And, and it was funny because... In that little, it was like a six minute interview, but he told a lot of like really interesting stories. Uh, he also talked about how he had like I I I think it was X going to give it to you that it was like supposed to go on his album, but then the director of Cradle to the Grave was like, no, that has to be on the soundtrack. So he made a deal with him. He's like, well, if it's going to be on the soundtrack, then like. I'm gonna you I get to do the whole soundtrack type thing. You know, like yeah. I get to be in charge of you know how like Eminem was in charge of the A Mile soundtrack. He's yeah. not on every track, but he's like the one that like put it together. Together,
1: yeah, yeah.
0: Uh, and so it was like the same thing. And so they made a deal with that. And then he even gets emotional because he talks about um where the hood at. The where the hood, where the hood, where, where the hood at. at. And and he talks about how his friend from Chicago Cato, who I believe was a Latin King. Yeah, it was. Um, um, like, really liked that song. And so, like, it kind of made him remember that. And then even the interviewer was like, you know, does it hurt you to, like, remember that? And then he's like, no, like, I, I celebrate his life. Which, on that same album, Grand Champ, which where the hood is, at, is on that album, you know, not, not long before that album came out... That guy Kato died, and then he put a song on there about him. Hey, yo, Kato! yeah. And um, that song is badass. And I was thinking about that the other day because I I, I was I was bumping that album. I think I was on my way to get my haircut or whatever, and it was real interesting to me because, like, I see some quote unquote sophisticated people that are at times like not able to look past race or not able to look past cultural differences and what was interesting to me is that whole song it's a rap song and it's so sophisticated because that whole rap song is about looking past cul- the kato song hey yo, yeah. Cato. it's about looking past cultural differences yeah. to understand like well we're friends like at the end yeah. of the day like our friendship is yeah. what matters and like and and he raps about that and it's crazy to me because there's people and these are like street dudes rappers street dudes and it it makes you think how like there's people that are in civilized society that can't even get along with one another because of like who they voted for or this or that or 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 whatever have you and meanwhile these two fucking street thug game banger rapper motherfuckers are able to like look past whatever cultural differences they have and in there, like, be friends, yeah, you know?
1: Yeah, yeah,
0: and And uh, it, it, it's badass because, like, to hear that and, like, look at it not from the perspective of, oh, well, I'm just bumping this record because I, I like listening to it, but look at it from the perspective of what he's actually saying and what this song actually means. Yeah,
1: yeah. And and that's the beauty of hip-hop is is a lot of people, they look at the bad, but they don't look at the good, you know? They don't look at, like the the strides it makes in and really in in every topic like you could you could really get into different topics and it's like a big ass character study of the individual big, time, big yeah. time
0: and like things that like a lot of other genres of music don't talk about and like a lot of certain segments of society don't understand like again going back to that that song ayo kato that song even in the hook it's so badass because it's like it, it kind of reminds me of like us and like some of the things with like us and our friends growing up because even in that song he's like he's like it, it goes uh dogs that i call my friends things i do for my friends yeah. praying for all my friends we miss you kato and it, and like you think it's a very simple hook but when you think about it it's like damn when you have like a long history with a certain group of people or people you've known for a long time. Yeah. It's like, you think about that like that things that like I've done for these people to get out of trouble and yeah. like how you kind of like, when they struggle, you struggle and you share that same struggle and yeah. like all of this stuff. And it's like, man, that that's badass. Who would have thought that like, people that stem from the underbelly of society are able to like understand like the value of friendship better than many people that will like backstab each other like in some corporate office or whatever you know to make a buck and you know versus like the the togetherness that like a song like that represents
1: that's the beauty about it is like it's simple words but like very layered and very heavy meaning like Because like what you were just saying- very memorable hook, very like nothing nothing too crazy, but when you start looking at with the meaning of it, that's when you're like, holy fuck, you know.
0: He had a lot of simple ass hooks. Yeah. Very yeah. simple, repetitive, but like somehow it was great. Like yeah. X, gonna give it to you. to give it to you. <laughs> we the who, we're the who. Like it's like a it's it's anthemish though. Yeah.
1: It, 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 and that's the thing, like, like uh that's what I loved about like how you came with like Rowdy, for example. You were like, I was just thinking, like go like that and then we're like fuck it let's do it like all right let's try it yeah and it wasn't i mean it's just what it's like fucking four like four different four words four different words but like just the you know, way body, it was layered
0: right at the party 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 catch your body, body 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 yeah, yeah
1: it's a, it, it's it's simple but it it's like okay well let's get artistic with this shit yeah. let's give it some mean let's give it a, 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 a let, let it be a vibe you know yeah. and and he was very good at that and 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 like come on i don't give a fuck well, anyone says everyone has DMX on their playlist when it's like when you're gonna work out, yeah, you know? or like parties, and yeah, I was like dude. Like, so to me, that's that's the that's the part that hurts the most because, like, you can't say that he didn't have a full career, you can't say that he didn't, you know, do his thing. Uh, I mean, he had his ups, he had his downs, but to me, what, what makes it such a moment in history where it's like, damn, this is this is a sad moment is just like. The meaning of at least for our times, um, what, what, uh, the things that you're gonna remember, you're gonna listen to the music, you pop, you know, you're gonna pop music in and, and, and be like, oh, damn, remember when we did this? Damn, remember when we did that? Damn, remember. And to me, that's, that's why, again, I go back to there's a certain age where like music is just kind of hit different.
0: Yeah, like we, I remember, I remember, well, well, there's it's funny because there's a lot of different albums a lot of different records that like i get these visuals for different moments in my life like you know (laughs) i i was like for instance for whatever reason kanye um what's the it's that song that uh, 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 the when that uh, uh South China, yeah, what's that track? Uh, all day, all day, yeah, all day. That, for whatever reason, like takes me back to like when I went on my trip to Miami for yeah. sure. Because I, I guess that song <laughs> yeah. had just came out and like I was bumping it, like you know, yeah, so it was like, okay, that it takes me there. The other day we talked about we talked about that cotillion where the motherfucker offered us cocaine, <laughs> and like that was around the time that that Obie Trice album came out. Hello, so, drug. Yeah, so like I remember like that album and stuff like that. So it is nice to have like those nostalgia moments yeah. attached to like certain certain music. It adds value because like oh, I always 100%. thought Kendrick was like
1: alright whatever okay Good Kid Mad City whatever and then now because like we, we remember when we were like fuck it let's go to Wisconsin on to yeah. a trip Yeah, I remember driving there and what we were listening to was Good Kid Mad City so then now it's like damn when I listen to it it has that extra level of like damn this is pretty dope Yeah, Lath-hucks with it and you know at the time when it came out I was like, eh, it's good, but it's nothing like I've never heard before. And then, and then you add life experiences. It's like, damn. Yeah. I, I remember it because <laughs> I literally like listened to that shit the whole way through. Because I was like, fuck it, let me let me hear it all the way through one more time. And then and then listened to it. Got there. I think I I, I had gotten stuck at work, so you guys left first. So so yeah. so we're driving. And and then and then all of a sudden, like I listened to the whole thing, we get there and the, like crazy ass shit, like just like this. Just, like, just yeah, I remember.
0: On. I that was a good trip. I remember me and Vince drove together. Fuck, did he drive or did I drive? And I remember, I uh, he had he hadn't heard uh, our our track all black everything. Oh, so yeah. I played it for him, and then he was like, "Damn!" Like he 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 fucked with it. Um, and, I, you know, we had obviously had, like, great-ass conversations. And it was so funny because we made even, like, that, like, what, what was, you know, just a, a, a meager, minor trip. Yeah. That shit was, like, classic. <laughs> like, that shit had classic-ass moments. I didn't even,
1: dude, My I fucked my back up so bad when we went to the, we were playing basketball. And I don't know what the fuck I did. That shit hurt. Remember that dude that couldn't miss? Oh yeah, that what? piece of shit. <laughs> I'll shoot his ass next time. I see ass. No, yeah, he couldn't miss. He had that mm-hmm. hook that he wouldn't miss. I am like, oh, what a bitch. <laughs> but yeah, he was he was too good. <laughs> what a bitch. <laughs> he's I was like literally, I was tall as fuck. I was trying to block him. And, and he would do that fucking old school ass hook and he would not miss a yeah. shot. I'm like, how can this
0: how can it be? How can be? this <laughs> white
1: man play this good? <laughs> So I was like, fuck, dude, like, yeah, that, but then I fucked my back up. And then when we were out And then there- you guys went out that night, and then you guys had, like, a wild-ass fucking night. Because yeah. I was like, man, I'm going to sleep. And you know, y'all like, oh, get the fuck out. I was like, nah, dude, my back is killing me. Yeah. So, dude, I knocked out. I had, like, I fucking took, like, 800 milligrams of ibuprofen, and then the next day we did the, the zip line. Yeah. And I Dude my shit was fucked up But I was like I'm not, not gonna zip line I'm just gonna fucking Go with a badass <laughs>
0: Fucked oh, up bad kid yeah. oh. <laughs> But it was crazy Cause I remember that night Like we had went out And then when we got back We were like telling Great ass stories Like by the campfire You were in there Sick Dead <laughs> Somewhere
1: <laughs> Yeah dude That was It was crazy Cause like It also shows you Like even when you're fucked up Like you're still gonna do shit Yeah and then and then uh, I remember when
0: we and went remember to fucking I You you guys had the couples cabin, and then like me, Vince, Eric, oh, and, yeah. and his we <laughs> the had the bachelor's that, cabin. He, yeah, it was just like like all all of us in there.
1: <laughs> you guys were Uncle Theo. Uncle Theo, <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> which was oh. crazy that because like like he just like rocked with us like yeah.
1: that <laughs> he was just like living life
0: like yeah hell yeah I'm down and then and then when we were out there didn't we see um didn't we see Days of Future pass out there we did yeah cause I I, I remember for some reason the I, slow motion shit yeah and I remember talking about it talking about it like afterwards we all went to a restaurant or some shit yeah, yeah. And we were talking about it I remember Cause like
1: Cause like I was like uh, I already knew you were You guys were gonna Fucking try and clown me Cause I wanted that That uh, It was like a pasta It was like the chicken penny. It was like Wait Repeat what you just said And <laughs> then we were like Oh chicken penne, <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Suddenly so like, We were just always like Roasting each other
0: Yeah But it was just It was when, funny When Vince Assaulted That Muffed the shit out he of her muffed her <laughs> That shit was great
1: Yeah That shit See, so all those experiences—that's fucking Kendrick Lamar right there. Like, so good kid, Mad City. I'm gonna remember all that shit. Every time I put that album on, I'm gonna remember that. So, in the same way that, literally, most—well, uh, yeah, like actually, like well, all four, first four of his albums were during our grammar school all the way to high school years. Mm-hmm.
0: So we're gonna remember all that. I don't, shit. you know, it's interesting, and it's a little bit of a sidebar. Uh, before we close out. Do you come across a lot of people that have, like, do you ever wonder, like, some of our adventures and, like, the great shit that we've experienced, do you ever wonder if it's just, like, us and, like, the way that we describe those adventures? Is it the way that we describe the adventures or was it us and, like, the adventures being like that great because like it, i just wonder it's like do other people like not have like badass adventures like this or do they just not know how to tell the story like we do and, and yeah. i think about it and a lot of times the conclusion i come to and i want to know what you think but a lot of times the conclusion i come to is that they don't because like i find that like a lot of people when they get to a certain age what they call fun and what they perceive as fun or, like, what society deems as, like, acceptable fun yeah. is sort of, like, real basic shit. Like, oh, we went to the bar. Oh, we got drunk. Like, oh, it's Friday night. I'm going to pop some beers back. Like, it's, like, re- it gets real basic. Yeah. Whereas for us, like, it we, it was with us and our friends, Is it was always an adventure. I think it was always an adventure,
1: but it was also our outlook, I think, because we... We pay attention and we talk about dope shit. Like, all right, we're in a bar setting. That doesn't mean we can't talk about dope shit. Mm-hmm. And how many times, and this, this this, goes out to all my Southsiders because, you know, the Northsiders ain't going to know about this shit. Guides. We would go to Guides. Wouldn't we rile everybody up when we would go? Everyone's talking. Everyone's all passionate about their argument. Mm-hmm. Everyone, like, but then if we weren't there or let's say I just went, it was a little bit different because like no one else w- to feed back off of like mm-hmm. the conversation. So I feel like this is dope shit but what's doper is like we'll have those Quentin Tarantino moment dope yeah. moments like where we're like on a table and we're talking yeah, about some I raw shit. You, so
0: it's like that that sunset is gonna set regardless, but w- we're the ones that are gonna pull out the camera and like capture that moment. Yeah, like we're the ones that are, and like get the angle and like everything. Yeah, I-, I I get what you're saying because that is sort of what Tarantino does. Like a lot of times, there's a lo- there's a lot of stuff. You M- take away the dialogue because his dialogue is always great, but like there's a lot of stuff that. For instance, uh, a perfect example, because I, I recently re-watched this, was um, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. It's funny, because every time I watch that movie, I like it more and more yeah. every time I see it. It's great. Because remember when we first, well, all of our friends, when we went to the show to see it?
1: Yeah.
0: None of us were disappointed by it or anything like that. But yeah. we all kind of had like this, I don't really know how to... Yeah I I
1: feel like but The thing is Leading up to it I did pay attention To the things he was saying So I felt I was A little bit more Accepting Or I, I, I kind of Saw it coming mm-hmm. I knew it wasn't Going to be A typical Tarantino Because it wasn't. It, no, wasn't it wasn't a typical wasn't. Tarantino movie But I felt because Of His interviews Didn't I could tell that When he kept saying It's going to be A love story It's a Hollywood love story Like uh, Like a Like a letter A, a love letter to Hollywood of what I grew up watching. So when I saw it, it wasn't so much that I was disappointed, but it was just that, like, it was just a chill, a much more chill movie. Yeah. that That's really something that you appreciate more and more because you start realizing, like, this is actually a pretty, like, melancholic story, really. Like, the ending, like, the movie is a bit, sad. it has, like, a sad layer to it because it's, like, you could see that he realizes that was a time and an era that made him fall in love and things change, you know, yeah. kind of the same thing with Scorsese. You know, how he says like Marvel is in Hollywood or whatever. Marvel is in a actual film. As, is in cinema. Yeah. And and I
0: feel like in a way, Quentin I, Tarantino I, feels like that. Yeah. And, and so, you know, I didn't know how to like truly grasp the movie when I first saw it. And then as time progressed and I, and I bought it and I watched it over and over It's like, like I, I i enjoy it more i get more out of it and so what i was saying in bringing up that movie is it's definitely a movie that i feel like on paper it would not really like resonate yeah. with many people like well what what is this this yeah. like aging actor okay whatever but the way he captures it the way it's shot the way everything transpires it makes it great yeah and uh and and i feel like a lot of times it's a mixture of both it's a mixture of that like the way that we are able to capture the moment but also i think there's a lot of moments that we've had that like other people like many other people just don't like get that moment yeah also you know
1: yeah i could i could see i i see what you're saying like are you saying that we we pay attention to like it there's in some a like life? for
0: instance like there's some moments like uh, out of our trips in Media that like other people don't get that moment
1: like don't get it or like that they just never experience it they don't experience oh okay it. okay 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 yeah
0: yeah not yeah. No, no, I'm not saying they don't get it and like the, in in like they don't understand it it's just not like they don't they never yeah they never arrive to that place yeah
1: yeah and I think it's because a lot of people like they always say oh next time. Oh, next time. Yeah. Well, what if there is no next time? You know? And I'm not saying think like, oh, for only today, but like, we work hard for our future, so sometimes it's good to fucking take a trip, like, and be random. I mean, and not even when we went to many,
0: Cincinnati. Yeah. That shit. Like, it was like, what, what the fuck, Cincinnati? To go watch what? Chris, was it Chris Rock? Yeah. But for, I mean, it was the first time he was back.
1: Yeah, yeah. But it's like, but we, aside we from waited, that, it's like, what yeah. the fuck
0: is in Cincinnati? Yeah, yeah, but
1: we fucking took a trip, and that shit was funny as fuck. Like, yeah. <laughs> when you guys went to that, was it? No, I think you went. Nah, I, mean, I didn't
0: go, motherfucker. You know I didn't go. It was it that was, fucking, when they yeah. went to that gay club. <laughs> fucking coward! You know I didn't yeah. go to that
1: shit. <laughs> no, because we were tired, and we're yeah. right not. And they're like, oh, we're gonna go. And so fucking Ernie, Donnell, and baby. Big Baby, and they they went in and they're like, damn, this is weird. What's going on? And then they saw a guy singing in a dress and like, <laughs> wow, whatever. And then and then like they started seeing guys with assless chaps. <laughs> They're like, oh. I, to, to me, what I find funny is that, like, I think it was Donnell and Ernie noticed that shit, and they left Big Baby there. <laughs> They're like, oh, shit, I'm getting the fuck out of here. And then Big Baby was there by himself.
0: <laughs> they left the fucking poor, big-ass oh. baby. Or, or, like, for instance, the other day I was saying about this this moment of, like, the when, when we scrapped with those guys outside of oh, the <laughs> club. Like... Like, that. that's definitely a moment. Like, like the way that... And then performed Rowdy, right? The, way, the way that we tell that story, people love when we tell that story. Yeah. But not a lot of people, like, arrive to that moment in their life. Yeah. yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And so, that's what I'm saying. It's the combination of, of getting there. Because Tarantino movies, you get, like, uh a Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, where on paper, it's pretty, like, oh, you know, it is, you know, what is this? And then the way he tells it, the way he displays it, it makes it great. But then there's also shit that pops off in Tarantino movies that if you read it even on paper, like Muffer getting his head blown off or whatever, yeah. it's like it stands out. Yeah. So that's why I'm saying. I think we kind of have the best of both. The ability to do some fucking Once Upon a Time in Hollywood shit where maybe it's like nothing like all that extravagant, but we're still able to like tell it and display it in a certain way, but then we also have some fucking Pulp Fiction shit yeah. where it's like, oh, shit, these always <laughs> the are crazy.
1: Yeah, that's, that's always been, we seek shit that too, like, not not bad shit, but just I'm saying in general, we always, we're always like, fuck it, right? Like, who the fuck picks up, like, I remember working at Best Buy once upon a time and I'm like, well, we should, get, like, we're like, well, we should get a camera. All right, we'll, we'll get like a little cheap camera. and We'll start recording. All right, well, all right, cool. Let's go to Amazon. What's what's what mics do they use for fucking filming yeah. videos? Oh, it's called a boom mic. All right, fuck it. Order that one. That one's kind of cheap. We got to get a boom mic. All right, cool. Oh, dead cat. And then there was a guy that did audio engineering for Columbia College, and that worked with me. So he was kind of telling me. And then we started getting into it. Yeah. Then we had all this equipment. Then we're like, hey, we do sketches. You you want in? Remember what we told her? Yeah. <laughs> like I was working uh in uh security then and then we met that's how we met Melissa We're like, hey, we do sketches. Oh, I do stand up. Was like, oh, you should do some episodes with us. Yeah. And then fucking and then Eric, every week Eric works with you Yeah, guys. Eric. And then Eric said, like, "Damn. And I remember the first time me and Eric got onto like uh, uh it was Fruity Loops for for hip-hop. We made like the greatest beat ever. The first time, I don't, I don't even. And he's like, "Damn, bro, this is dope." So then I left it because I left it just like that because, you know, you make a beat, but then you're like, oh, "I'm kind of tired," and you start fucking up. And then I came back, and then he fixed it up and added shit to it. And I was like, "Damn, dude, you snapped off." And he would do that all the time. Yeah. He would like, I'll make something that I felt was okay, and then when I would come back, he's like, "What do you think about this?" And I am like, "Damn, this is raw ass shit." He's like, "Yeah, you made it," and I was like. I made it. He said, yeah, I just fixed this and I added this. I was like, I don't... Oh, all right. <laughs> it's okay. This is p- pretty badass. But it's like, who even goes to hang out to make beats? Or who hangs out, like, let's hang out on a, at a music studio Yeah. and and, and uh, let's write a sketch. Let's record it. Who are you even? Like, what are you doing? <laughs> so, Who told you you could just do this? Well, we just do it. Yeah. We fucking just, like, we, we did it. Like... I was actually telling the story when we did flip flop effect, mm-hmm. um, which is like a sketch where like my character has flip flops and my friend, uh, and and he takes he goes out with his friends to uh, to party, but like he doesn't really want to party and he's so, like kind of so
0: so but the, you gotta give the backstory. So yeah. the concept is that like uh, Second oh, City, yes, yes, Second yes. City, uh, which is like a comedy group in Chicago. Uh, they have like a pretty a pretty rich history uh, of comedy here in Chicago. They had a competition yeah. of people doing like submitting sketches, sketch comedy, and but it had to contain the phrase "This is why flip flops are a bad idea."
1: Yeah, and well, they would do it every month or every week, where they would have a, a, a phrase. It was like every
0: it was like every month. Yeah, yeah. And then you do a sketch, and then it, they show the sketch like at their theater, and you show up and you watch it, and and like people, which it was funny about the reception of the sketch, and well, you know, we will get into that. So, right go ahead. So that's like why we like thought about of this sketch, yeah. Initially,
1: so yeah. So basically, it was like uh, it was kind of like dark. It it, it doveed in the in the dark humor realm, which is like my character decides to wear flip flops but i'm pretty much for lack of a better word i'm like an angel throughout the night i don't do anything bad i don't make any bad decisions while like, all my friends are doing cocaine like the worst shit yeah, yeah. getting with you playing, know
0: playing russian roulette <laughs> fucking having sex uh, uh, raw sex with prostitutes yeah and all that it's shit. just terrible picking up a homeless guy to hang up <laughs> hang out as with as a them. friend
1: yeah and, and so, there's a scene where, like, because you played the homeless guy, where, like, DC is, like, dancing with you. And then, like, the Shamrock, we're at the Shamrock
0: Hotel. Ah, boy, nah, Roosevelt. Uh, Cicero and Roosevelt, yeah. Which,
1: if y'all don't know about, well, it's actually closed now. Is it? Yeah. So, so that was, like, a real dingy-ass hotel. Everyone in the city knows how dingy that shit is.
0: Bedbug city. Yeah. Oh, disgusting.
1: Yeah, it's, like, it's, it's just terrible. Yeah so so i remember the ladies like y- you guys can't record and we're like all right and then we, we we go out and then we're like fuck it run it run it run, run it, it. <laughs> and then so so eric has the camera <laughs> They have the boom mic. I'm sitting in the background, scared as fuck. Like we gotta hurry the fuck up
0: because yeah. I hear, her, yeah, I see calling the police. The yeah,
1: and then and then Donnell and you are doing the robot. Yeah, <laughs> no, you're doing the robot. And, and Donnell's then Donnell's like, like Riley, you. And, and and then and then we're like, all right, right get the fuck, and then like, let's run, let's run, let's run. And then as we pack everything, we're going around. We do a U-turn, and the cops arrive there. Remember? Uh-huh. So I was telling like the story of like how how that shit came to be, but it's like. Just the, the the stuff that we would do, man. It was like, how did we, or like the scene where we're in the club that actually looks like a club. I was like, damn, where the fuck did you record that? That was a living room.
0: Yeah.
1: So what is it? That's like a living room set. We yeah. just closed in. So it's like, I don't even. Is it's it's crazy. I miss doing that shit. Yeah. But, but it's like it, it's crazy how like we just. It's kind of like happenstance, but not really. Like, how can you really meet? These people, and then decide, let's do sketches. You know, yeah. how do you meet Holden? You know, yeah. and be like, hey, I have beats, all right, let's make some music, and then have like a full, you know, music videos with that shit and 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 dope ass lyrics and the you know, dope ass production value. And it's like, you're you, you kind of think, like, damn, in in what world did this happen? Yeah. you're like, well, did I really do this? Yeah. <laughs> I imagine, like, being 80 years old saying, oh, damn, I did all this shit. And they're like, really? You?
0: <laughs> yeah. that's interesting. Bitch, I gets mad. <laughs> well, that's our episode for this week. Thank you guys so much for listening. The show continues to grow because you guys keep listening, so keep on listening. Remember, if we talk about anything that you know somebody would be interested in, please share the episode with them. We'll see you guys next week. We're out. Peace. Peace.